So, you know, there are often little things that annoy people about their jobs. I mean, we all have them. I know I definitely have had them over the years, depending on the job that I had. It could be the irritating coworker or boss. It could be the long commute. Oh my gosh, I remember working in Nashville and my commute was over an hour one way each day. It could even be the long hours, depending on what your job is, depending on what your level is within the organization. You know, the days can be a lot longer than anticipated. However, what do you do when you absolutely hate your job? Yep, this particular episode, as we get into, um, you know, continuing the series, we are really talking about what to do when you hate your job. Because if you hate your job, you might really need to quit. So as always, grab your pen, grab your paper, grab your notebooks, and be sure to share this particular episode with another lady leader that you know who has been looking for ways to gracefully resign because really at the end of the day, nobody wants to go out flipping tables. All right, let's get into this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Grace Over Grind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lacey C. Robbins of Robbins Nest Consulting, founder of the Everyday Business Conference, consultant to small and mid-sized businesses, and coach to women who are ready to use their knowledge, background, and expertise to build a platform and make more money. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Grace Over Grind podcast. I am so excited because this is part three in a four-part series all about I quit gracefully resigning from your job. Yep, gracefully resigning from your job. There, There is such a thing to be able to gracefully resign. I know it may seem odd. I know um, (laughs) when we think of that, we may not actually think it is possible, but it is. There is such a thing to be able to gracefully resign. And so if you are or have um, an I quit that's bubbling up inside of your body, inside of your mind, your heart, you're ready to move on from a job that you could have been working a year, a couple of months, 10 years even, um, there is a way to be able to do that. And on today, this is part three of the I quit gracefully resigning from um, your job, the gracefully resigning series. This is part three. And I want to talk about how to leave a job you hate. Yep, how to leave a job you hate. And I know you might be thinking to yourself like, Dr. Lacey, I don't need any help on leaving a job I hate. And that very well may be be the case, but there are ways that you can leave a job you hate while still being polite and professional. Now, I don't know about you, but I definitely have had a job that um, was not in my top five, I'll put it that way, Um, a job that I did not enjoy, a job where I definitely cried the Sunday blues, a job where I will never forget sitting in the parking lot of the job um, one morning, uh, it wasn't even like a Monday, you know, it may have been like a random Tuesday, Wednesday, and crying in the parking lot 
because I did not want to go into the office. I did not want to go into the job. That's how much I hated this job. That's how much where I, I literally just wanted to be able to just say, I quit and walk out, right? Here are your keys, here's your badge, here's your ID, I'm done. And um, I'm pretty sure, you, you know, you may or may not have had that experience. Um, I think everyone probably has had that experience at least once in their life um, with a job. But I, I will never forget having to call my husband and have him literally talk me off the ledge because I hated this job so much. And um, I, I made a decision to myself that particular day, like, I will never find myself in this situation again, right? Um, but... I had to get there where I could also resign from the job. So on today, I wanna to be able to share with you a couple of ways that you can start to decide, um, start to really put things in, in order on how to leave a job that you hate. See, first off, you have to even reflect about the job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you know that my background is in neuroscience, specifically metacognitive theory, which is processing. It's how we think, right? It's thinking about thinking. It's reflection. And so you want to reflect on the job that you currently have before you decide to quit. Yes, you want to spend some time thinking about what is it exactly that you dislike about the job? Is it the people? Is it the boss? Is it the work itself? Perhaps you can find a solution rather than, than just hand in your resignation. Maybe there is a way to find a solution, right? So for example, if it's a noisy environment that you work in, um, you know, perhaps there's an opportunity that you can change offices. Um, in this day and age, a lot of us are working from home because of the virus, right? So that could be an easy solution for that. Um, if it's an individual that you just, you know, perhaps you, you really like your supervisor, you like the manager, you like the boss, you like the board, you like the work, you like the salary, but it's one person, one person that is getting on your last toenail every day when you go to work that makes you think, I am done with this, right? <laughs> but working with one bad person does not justify leaving a job that you like. I know it's hard to hear. Working with one bad person does not justify leaving a job that you like. In addition, if you quit, you may be out of work without a salary for a time um, until you are hired again and you don't know just how long that might be, right? Um, so you have to consider all of your options. What are my options here before you decide to leave a job? One thing that I encourage my clients to do um, is I always often encourage them, it sounds old school, but make a T-chart. Right. One side, you have all the pros as to why to stay for the job. On the opposite side, you have all the cons um, as to why to leave the job, right? And you really want to see how do they stack up against each other? Are there things that you can possibly modify, rearrange, make an adjustment for? And if you are able to do that, then you want to do it um, before you just decide to leave. If once you've reflected, you still come to the same conclusion, yep. I'm good, I'm ready to move on. You wanna then prepare to leave the job. Now, if you are just jumping in now with um, part three of this four part series, go back to listen to part one. And in part one, I am talking all about what to do before you quit your job, okay? Because you want to prepare for leaving. 
That's number two. You want to prepare for leaving. So if you aren't really sure, you didn't listen to part one, you didn't listen to the first part of this series, go back and listen to that because we're talking about what to do before you leave. So in preparing to leave before you quit, try to stay at least a few weeks or even a couple of months because you need to use that time to prepare to re-enter the job market. I come from the day and age where, um, where I was taught don't leave a job without another job, right? It's like swinging from vine to vine, right? So you don't want to reach out um, to grab, you don't want to let go of the first vine until you know you have hold of the next vine. Now, it's different for everyone. When I quit my job as after being an elementary school principal, um, I just knew I was moving to Europe. But before I got to Europe, I had found a job. I just decided to study art while I was there. I had a plan in place. I just wasn't like, and I'm out. So you wanna make sure that you do the same thing. You wanna prepare. You wanna update your resume. You wanna update your LinkedIn profile. I have a special free LinkedIn audit that you can download from the show notes that can help you get started and give you some ideas as to what you can do to better support yourself when it comes to creating a strong LinkedIn profile. You'd be surprised. You. Dr. Lacey herself has had some headhunters slide into her DM after reviewing her LinkedIn profile because this is part of starting your new job search. And as a reminder, you want to start that job search during non-working hours. Why do I say that? Because it's an ethics issue. If I decide I'm going to start my job search while I'm here at the job, that is just unethical. Right, And we want to make great choices. We want to realize the way you leave one thing is how you enter another thing. Put yourself in the position of the boss, put yourself in the position of the board, whomever, the supervisor. You want to ensure that you are creating um, a most positive environment around you. So begin to ask for recommendations from former supervisors. Begin to ask for recommendations from colleagues. Get those recommendations both in writing, but also ask them to give you a reference and recommendation on your LinkedIn profile too. And always, always, always save examples of your work so that you can use this to build your portfolio. You also want to make sure that you begin to prepare financially. Mm -hmm. This is a part of the planning process, especially if you don't have anything lined up. So if you don't have anything lined up before you decide this is it, I hate this job, I'm out, you want to make sure that you are going to be prepared to be unemployed. Meet with your financial planner, get a sense of what your finances are. I was so gung-ho and ready to move. I remember meeting with my financial planner who, P.S., I have invited to be a part of the Grace Over Grind podcast. She keeps eluding me, but I believe I've almost worn her down. Um, and I remember saying to her, can I just cash out my 403B? I just want to cash out my retirement because I want to use this to take myself to Europe. And she told me no with my money. She told me no. But don't you know, that's part of her job. It's her fiduciary responsibility. She is my financial advisor. And so you want to make sure to meet with your financial planner, your financial advisor, so that you can get a strong sense of your finances. Looking back, I'm so glad I did not do that. I am so glad I did not do that, right? Because that I have my rainy day, I have my Sunday, I have my retirement fund. It's still intact because I did not do that. You also want to make a monthly budget 
and give yourself cushion at least six months because you just don't know how long it might take you to find the new job. You just don't have an idea, you don't have a clue. But remember that you may not be eligible for unemployment benefits, especially because you left your job willingly. It's different if you're terminated from the position, but if you made the decision, I'm going to leave this job, you possibly will not qualify for unemployment. This is even more of a reason why you need to make sure that you have saved and put some money aside um, so that you'll, you can float yourself until you find something new. When preparing to search for the new job, make sure to register and upload your resume to popular websites, right? Think about like Indeed or Career Builder, LinkedIn, because companies and recruiters scan these sites frequently. Um, they also use an algorithm to be able to do so. And if you need help with the algorithm, consider being a part of my awakening a, a blueprint to find the leader in you program. I teach you in this program how to beat the algorithm. I teach you how to beat it. It's the awakening, a blueprint to find the leader in you program. I'll make sure to add that link to the show notes as well. Um, but here's number three. Want you to know that you do not have to do this alone ladies please understand that your tribe of like-minded faith-filled women from around the world we are here and we are at the sister city circles right now the waiting list is open applications are being accepted for the current cohort of sister city circles you can learn more of how to be your best self, how to connect with other faith-filled women, and how to join such a dynamic group of women who are ready to build themselves spiritually, physically, professionally, as well as a couple bonus experiences, be sure to visit robinsnestconsulting.com forward slash SCC to learn more. Now, let's get back into this episode. Inform your employer. When you, even though you hate your job, you're ready to move on, you have your things and ducks and rowing in place, once you decide to leave your job, you still have to tell them. You still have to tell your employer. Your goal is to always leave on good terms as you may need a future reference for external as well as internal positions, especially considering how large the company you might work for, right? I have a couple of clients who work with one of the largest employers in town here. I have two clients that work for one of the largest employers in town. They can move from one department to another and still be with the same employer. So this is why it's so important that they still gather these references that they still leave on a positive note um, because they want to make sure that they when they're telling their boss they want to make sure it's as polite and positive as possible even if it's a job that you hate here are a couple of things to keep in mind number one give that notice two weeks four weeks six weeks doesn't matter whatever the position might be it's going to align with the amount of notice that you should give Tell your boss in person. Now, I go into this a lot deeper on the do's and don'ts, which is uh, part two of this series. But tell your boss in person. So many times people don't. They think, oh, I'll just send them an email or I'll just give them the letter, slide it in their mailbox. 
Curtis, be courteous. Tell your courtesy. Tell your boss in person. If you're ready to move on, you know, first tell your boss in person, then give them the letter, right? Be polite. It's the professional thing to do. Then do so. And when you do so, keep it positive yet neutral. There's no need to go into detail about what you hate about your job, what you hate about your coworkers, what you might hate about the company or your boss. No need to go into detail on that. Keep it, keep it to yourself. Tell your family, tell your spouse. But keep in mind that this employer might have to give you a recommendation. This is why you wanna keep it neutral. You don't want to go in there with a laundry list of, you don't do this. I hadn't felt supported with this. I experienced this. If you don't have to do that, don't do it. And at the very least, that employer, even if they, you're thinking to yourself, well, I'll never ask them for a letter of reference. I'll never ask them for a letter of recommendation. I can count how many times um, a, a former employee did not ask me for a letter of reference or did not ask me for a letter of recommendation, but the new position still called me. I can count how many times that has happened. And so if nothing else, you still want to leave on a positive note because they might still call just to simply verify your employment history or verify you know, um, what your role was with the company. This is part of the reason why you wanna keep it as positive as possible. In that same vein, keep it brief. One way to keep the, po the conversation positive is to be general and brief about your reason for leaving. You can simply say, it's a personal matter right? It's a personal matter or personal reasons or another general, you know, general reason. Oh, um, I'm leaving to support my family. There's a lot of ways that you can be able to offer in a general sense as to your why, but what you definitely want to make sure you don't do is don't lie. Don't lie. Do not lie as to why you are leaving the job. Why do I say don't lie? Because when that hiring manager for your new role calls to verify your employment or calls to verify why you left, it's going to come out at that point. And you wanna make sure that it's as positive as possible. Okay, you wanna be as positive as possible. Here's one final thing to keep in mind. Don't forget to say goodbye to your coworkers. Even if there's somebody that you didn't care for that you work for, you still want to, if possible, send individualized goodbyes to each person. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't say that have to be handwritten. You can send them a simple, you know, shoot them a quick email. Even for that person who got on your last toenail, which is part of the reason why you're leaving the job anyway, you still want to be a simple, neutral, professional goodbye message that can go out to everyone, right? Remember that employers sometimes check with former colleagues as well when conducting the background check. So make sure you depart on a positive note. Have you heard a theme so far when it comes to these three, uh, the three parts of the series thus far, when it comes to quitting your job gracefully, when it comes to resigning gracefully? Yes, it's all about being positive. So the bottom line is this. Generally, you want to keep your complaints about the job to yourself. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, keep your complaints about the job to yourself. Now, 
keep in mind, you may have experienced something that was like heinous. You were sexually harassed. You were discriminated against. Um, you felt um, it was un an unsafe environment. These things may happen. And if that is the case, when you are preparing to leave, these are the sort of conversations you want to have with the human resources director or the human resources leader and file an official complaint so that your complaint is on record rather than posting it to social media. Because posting it to social media is not going to help you. Okay, but letting the human resources department know I was discriminated against or I was harassed daily by this particular employee. These are the things that will come out to actually benefit you and support you in your resignation and more so in the transition. Did this help at all? What else would you add to the list as far as what you would recommend on how to quit a job that you hate. This is part three of a four part series. There's one more part in the series, which is all about how to quit a job that you love because the two definitely go hand in hand of the I Quit Gracefully Resigning series. I am so excited to have you as a part of this conversation. Be sure to let me know what else would you add to the list? Encourage another lady leader who could use this information on today. I don't know about you, but I really believe that this could help someone. So please consider like, share, empower another lady leader that you know, and consider offering a five-star review and subscribing to my channel. It would mean the world to me. And as I always say, from process to practice, grab your stilettos and let's go. Thank you again, everyone, and I'll see you soon.